yes. Travel. There's so much more to life than just staying in the same place all the time. Travel is an investment in yourself. We couldn't agree more. Welcome to the Know Where You Want to Go Travel Podcast. You'll get recaps of recent travel, advice on where to go, and why to go there in the future. We'll talk about the news that's impacting travel, and we'll cover some places that you may never have even thought about going. We've been planning personal and corporate travel for over 15 years, and it's our passion to help you discover new places. Buckle your seatbelts. Order up your favorite food or drink, and let's do this. This is the Know Where You Want to Go Travel Podcast, and now your host, Pam DeYoung. Welcome, everybody, and thank you for joining us for today's podcast. It's June 30th as I record this, another month flying by halfway through the year. And today we're going to talk about the top five beaches in the domestic United States. Um, we're going to pull four of these items from the U.S. News and World Report uh, rankings for this year. But then I'm going to throw in one or maybe two. So it might become the top six uh, beaches that I think are absolutely amazing and you should definitely check out. So to me, you know, you can go to some of these top beaches as they're listed in these rankings. And what can happen is everybody sees the rankings and then everybody goes and it's busy and miserable unless you choose an off season. But a lot of times there's not an off season in some of these locations because there's just not, you know, it's like, uh, you know, if it's nice all the time, 365 days a year of sun or maybe some rain in this in the summer that kind of detracts a little bit, you're still going to have steady traffic throughout. So you'll want to find some and some times where you can go and break away from the traffic. So I'll give a little bit of advice there as we move forward on today's episode. So thank you so much for tuning in and please reach out anytime with any questions at camjohntravel.com. Glad to answer anything that I can. So getting right into it, if we were to go into the top five and starting with the list um, on the US News, number five would be Laguna Beach. And that's a beach that's right between Los Angeles and San Diego. So I've been to San Diego before. It's beautiful. That's one of those uh, cities that I think is a little bit you know, separated from, from some of the, uh, other things in California that might, you know, might not be so appealing, you know, right now with homelessness and so on, there's still homelessness there. Don't get me wrong, but it's a beautiful place. And, and there's really, uh, just amazing swimming, just good, good things for nature lovers and, and so much there. So I would put that and us news would put that as their number seven overall, I'll put that as number five, uh, in the sense of where we're ranking things. Number four, Malibu Beach, another California beach there. And that's going to be, you know, in the Santa Monica area of California. And again, very, very nice there. And and yet when you have like some state beaches there that have some cliffs and, you know, cliff jumping, I'm not, you know, I'm not sure about that there. I'm not sure I would recommend it because I've not done it. Only in Curacao have I done it where I would recommend it. But there's some great things there. And what I would believe to be the case for Laguna and probably for Malibu Beach is you could probably get away with a, a late fall uh, 
time frame to go there. It'll be a little chillier. I, I can speak for Laguna and, and the San Diego area. It'll be a little bit chillier than most other times of the year, but still, you know, you'll see less of a crowd there for sure. As we move up to number three, Clearwater Beach would be next on the U.S. News report. And again, that's number five on their report because their top three um, are uh, in Hawaii. We're talking about the domestic uh, states here. And that's going to be a large beach. Clearwater Beach is over three miles long on the Gulf Coast. And in, as you would imagine, in Clearwater, Florida, beautiful, of course, the Gulf side. People forget about the Gulf side. Everybody thinks you need to go to the ocean for an amazing beach. And, and that's certainly not the case. I would argue more that the Gulf side has some calmer waters, uh, some very blue and green, you know, clearish waters. It's very beautiful. And, you know, really a good place. And, and it's known for shallow water, too. And, of course, you have to be careful anytime you're in the ocean because what you might what you think is shallow, even if you can see the bottom, can have a sudden drop off. So you always want to be careful regardless of that. Next up, number two on, on my list and number four on the U.S. News report li- in the U.S. News and World Report list. Before I get there, let me just be clear. It's not, you know, I, I rank these as mine as well because I, I do trust U.S. News uh, rankings on, on a lot of things in travel. So they are pretty good. So there's no reason for me to make up my own list when when they have one that's pretty well well set. And that's Destin, Florida. That's in the Panhandle. So that's going to be up north. And a lot of people talk about Destin being a great place to move to in Florida. It's also a good place to visit. And it's a little less busy with people. It's a lot busier with boats in that area. They, you know, it's called the uh, world's luckiest fishing village. So definitely someplace that could be really cool to go. And since it's not so South in Florida too, you're going to get uh, a little cooler weather in the winter than you would in the, in South Florida where the beaches I'm going to talk about in a second are, but certainly some beautiful places uh, around the Destin area. Again, it's a very nice area of Florida. There's many nice areas of Florida, but that's one of the greatest ones. Definitely one to check out. My number one is really a tie uh, because this would be my number one if it wasn't for uh, Hurricane Ian, but it's kind of a 1B, and that's Sanibel uh, Island and, and Captiva Island and the beaches there in the uh, Fort Myers, Florida area. Beautiful, beautiful beaches. If you want to go shelling, that's where you go. Um, you would typically go shelling in Sanibel and then to Fort Myers Beach for the sanding. Uh, Fort Myers Beach is a tough one to recommend right now because it's still in massive cleanup mode, whereas Sanibel is still in cleanup mode. But, you know, your points of getting to the to the uh, shells and so on are probably a little less restrictive than going to Fort Myers Beach, where if you look at some videos on it and so on, there's a little there's quite a bit of opportunity for that to continue to evolve. And I look forward to it because Fort Myers Beach has a Margaritaville resort coming, which should be a a pretty significant uh, tourism boost. But what's great about these beaches, and then the one I'll put as my 1A in a moment, is that there are certainly off-seasons. And what I'm told and what I believe to be true is if you look at the weekend after Mother's Day and take that and then go all the way to the week before Thanksgiving, excluding holidays like the 4th of July, Labor Day, and, you know, maybe even Veterans Day, uh, you know, or, uh, yeah, I believe it's that one, um, or, yeah, Veterans Day. 
you're pretty safe to go to these beaches and, and have a good time and not have a lot of people. We went last year to Sanibel Island before the hurricane in June, and we were able to go to eat and go to the beaches without any issues at all. Uh, that would have extended into the summer. Uh, people tend to think that a lot of folks go to the Florida beaches in the summertime, but they don't because the assumption is it's hot. Uh, and it does get hot there, but you have a real tropical weather in Southwest Florida that's amazing. And that takes us to 1A, which is Siesta Key. And you have Longboat Key a little bit upper up the coast a bit on, on the Gulf Coast in the Sarasota. In Sarasota, these are both in Sarasota. Uh, Siesta Key is amazing. And again, this one's going to get busy a lot. You know, it's going to get busy even, you know, past Mother's Day before Thanksgiving. But if you go during the week, oh my goodness, you can have a beach to yourself. And some of the sunsets, uh, I took some videos and some pictures of the sunset. You know, people talk about the locations you can go for a sunset. And there's maybe a, a million of them that people say are the best places for a sunset in the world. But I would say the sunsets here are uh, spectacular. The best I have ever, ever seen in my life. Siesta Key has a lot of places to eat, a lot of places to stay, a lot of villas, a couple of hotels, uh, but mostly like Airbnb type places to stay. Um, you can find some good places to stay. Um, a place we stayed was um, called the Siesta Key Villas. And if you look that up on Google, and I'll leave a link in the comments or excuse me, in the, um, in the show notes for you to see as well. Uh, we highly recommend that. You can walk right to the beach. Uh, it's amazing. Then you walk uh, up the coast a little bit to the drumming at sunset. They do the drummers come out every, every evening at sunset to do a beautiful drumming. There's beach volleyball. The sand is white and not hot. It's warm. Uh, people told me it was cool sand and I would, uh, would beg to differ. I think it was a little warm even in May, but definitely to me, the most amazing beach in the country, calm waters, beautiful waters. Uh, you can see, you know, you could see through the water because it was so clear. So definitely check that out. So I'll put that in the show notes, uh, some information on those beaches, and I'll send a link to the top beaches, the best beaches in the U.S. according to, to U.S. News. But again, you know, we're still working on getting some, some setups so we can have some guests and do some interviews on the Know Where You Want to Go Travel podcast. So hopefully this gives some insight to you. Hopefully your summer is going well so fast. It's hard to believe we're already into the summer. And I wish you all the best for a safe, happy, uh, travel-filled summer. And we'll be back again in July with another podcast. So thank you so very much. I appreciate you. You've been listening to the Know Where You Want to Go Travel Podcast. Cam has been planning personal and corporate travel for over 15 years. It's what he loves to do. And with this show, we can give you recaps of our recent travel and advice on where to go and why to go there in the future. We'll give you news on things that impact travel, like COVID, and we'll throw in some places you may never have even thought about going. We hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to like, rate, and review. And we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hit up camjohntravel.com and find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at camjohntravel. See you next time on the Know Where You Want to Go Travel Podcast.